0: Tanya and Steve, number one in Newcastle with McDonald Jones, the Hunter's leading home builder. Live from the greatest city in the
1: world, this is Tanya and Steve. We get up, we get dressed, waking up,
2: Newcastle's best, live and green, Triple M's, Tanya and Steve. Good morning, welcome it's to Tuesday. Gray Tuesday at the moment. Yeah, with some um, going to get greyer, isn't it? Well, some wacky and wild weather upon us over the next couple of mm-hmm. days.
3: Uh, from
2: look to me, about lunchtime it was coming in today, and again tomorrow. Is that right, Riley?
3: Yeah, it says showers increasing, most likely late this afternoon and evening. Chance of a thunderstorm, but yeah, we've been hearing some. There could be some big thunderstorms later on the mm. Savo. All righty. Hopefully, thunder hopefully right in time for OzTag to be cancelled.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've, yes. Had, um, I've got a bit of hail phobia these uh, days. Oh yeah, of course. After, when hit your car. Yeah. So even last night with that bit of rain, we're like us put the car in the garage because yeah. we do have a garage Michael's we look, never
1: use it. Michael's looking across <gasps> she gets triggered now. Oh,
2: I do see. <laughs>
1: oh it's something that that's what happens yeah. isn't it? Something yeah. that happens from uh, because yeah I always laugh that Every time they forecast hail, never happened. No. Mm. Every time. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I still never that trigger.
2: <laughs> well the one time they didn't. You got it! Exactly. That's true. Now what happened to your oh, okay. lovely lo- lovely daughter's toes uh, last uh, night?
1: You did the show my daughter lives in Holland and yeah. we text every morning, four AM without doubt. Morning love you, morning love you. Yep. Or whatever. Yep. My this morning text, which came late, which I thought, hmm, okay. Oh dad, just broke my toes. How many? <laughs> I didn't go how. Yeah. Exactly. How many? Three. Right. And then I know it took a while. Here comes the response. So I throw it to you. I broke my toes. What's your first thought?
2: Oh, uh, trampolining.
1: There you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jazz loves <laughs> trampolining. I'm, I'm glad I went. It's a favourite thing to do, as long as she's got a bottle of Chati with her. <laughs> <laughs>
2: trampolining? That's my, my first
3: thought. Yeah. Okay, my first thought was she's been,
1: gotten angry and she's kicked something, kicked a wall or something. Oh. Just came back, literally just came back. I go... I got my foot stuck in the blanket in bed as I was trying to get out of bed. I know. As I was trying to get out of bed, I still couldn't get my foot out of the blanket. And then I spun, jumping up and down, and kicked my foot into the bed bed, there down the bottom. Oh, jazz. But what a great video that would have made. Oh, nice. So she's caught up the foot, bouncing around, kicked the blanket off, but went straight into the side of the bed three-broken toes oh, and aren't they easy to fix that's
2: embarrassing jazz you should have told us something sporty <laughs> so cool oh yeah
1: like trampolining or something oh, she's, she's taking smart. on a
2: ninja in a dark alley
1: exactly <laughs> she's smart enough to know that none of us would have believed her <laughs> <laughs> yeah dark alley this guy and i i hope that one you blanket your foot blanket the foot <laughs> yeah. dad there you go so oh, but you can't toe, nah, you, can't, no. you, you have to wait for him to come good don't you yeah. i had a
2: deformed i've got a deformed big toe now why? Um, because I broke it trampolining. That's why I'm triggered you- by trampolining uh, and broken doors no. as
1: well. Did your foot go through?
2: Uh uh, k- kinda. You I kind of landed was doing on doing a triple somersault forward twist. Yep. See um, the difference
1: between Tanya <laughs> and Jasmine. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Jasmine goes, no one will believe me. <laughs> Tanya tries to make us believe her. <laughs> At least you have a crack. I do. Good on you. Yeah. Points for trying. Anyway, apart from the BS, what really? happened?
2: Well, well that. But I, I was trying to do it just one somersault, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. came down on the, the, the things. Yeah. But, but what she's got to be careful of, and it happened to me with all that blood and everything builds up. And you know, I had to get a, a needle over a lighter, so sterilise the the big yep. knitting needle. Oh, it wasn't a knit; it was a darning needle. And then stab it through the the toenail, and then poof, watch the, watch the fountain of blood and everything come out.
1: I really do <laughs> wish this. <laughs> I really wish yes. sometimes. I know we have cameras in here, but. Uh, <laughs> If you could have seen the theatrics to that story, <laughs> it was honestly... like Mount cr- Vesuvius erupting. Krakatoa was it doing was, it all.
2: But the relief so after it was an infection, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, because okay. of the break. Righto. So she's just got to be very careful.
1: Okay. Like,
2: I'd love to fly over and darn her toes for it. What her. I'll do while we play
1: this song <laughs> is I'll hand my phone to Tanya so she can text that information <laughs> to Jazz. Because if I text it, she'll go, Shut up, Daddy, you're drunk <laughs> And why is my toe going to go off like a volcano? (laughs) It's tenure and Steve. We're
3: away for a Tuesday. Good morning, everyone.
4: Tenure and Steve's On The Line.
2: Yes, this is so embarrassing, New Zealand. I'm, I'm embarrassed for New Zealand today.
1: Is this the smoking?
2: Yes. So a year or 18 months after New Zealand announced the world's first generational smoking ban, yeah. which was those born after 2008 would n- never in their whole lives be allowed to buy cigarettes. Yes. Yeah. And then each year they would add a new year, 2009, mm. 2010. Um, they were also going to reduce the amount of nicotine in cigarettes. They were going to reduce where they could be sold. All this sort of stuff, yep. supposedly for the health of the nation. But the new finance minister, who is oh, like she's like, and then pressure. reality kicked in. Then reality massively kicked in because the new finance minister, I think her name's Nicola. She came out and said yesterday, you know what? Tax isn't going to work that well. Uh, no. We're not going to get all that tax money. Yes. So we're not going to be able to afford to fund things. But well, we won't so have get... to
1: fund it because one will be smoking. We won't pour it all back into the health system as we tell everyone.
2: So guess what?
1: They've backflipped.
2: Massive backflip. They
1: really? Yeah, <laughs> can can you only just save idea. the tax cuts? <laughs> And you know what's
2: funny? Watch this space, because the UK, after seeing New Zealand go hard on this at yeah. twelve months ago, and go, "Yeah, yeah. well done." Yeah. I think we even did. I think we well, did. Well, yeah. New Zealand, you yeah. know, <laughs> leading the way. Um, the UK adopted the same legislation. Yeah, and yeah. And so everyone's going. Well, what are you going to do? There you go. What are you going to do over there?
1: One billion. They reckon they'll lose. <laughs> oh my! God. The government will lose one billion. I was reading it this morning, holding my belly, laughing. I know.
4: Oh, here's oh, one, and
1: you know I always say this. Yeah. Another minister said, it certainly will create a black market. Oh, do you think? <laughs> yes. That's right, because prohibition banning things works. Oh, my know god! banning works. <laughs> so, yeah, they've had a flip. Massively. Uh, Massive backflip.
2: <laughs> so, I don't know what the what the fallout from people mm. is, what where, yeah. what New Zealanders, because it's only sort of I think the fallout proved
1: that the government that put it in got voted <laughs> yeah. out. I think that was probably your, <laughs> <laughs> probably your sign, yeah. whether <laughs> they want them to control their lives <laughs> or not. No. They apparently now they're going to ban uh, drinking uh, wine if you were born anything after 1950. <laughs> they're, they're banning that <laughs> for health reasons.
2: Of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now here's one for you guys. Okay, I'm going to give you a. I'm going to give you a guess. Today, a certain amount of years ago, this.
2: How many years it came the out? I like
1: I'd say eight.
3: I'm thinking Stella's ten. She was into it when she was three or four. Oh. Yeah, eight eight's probably a good guess. Well, you're
1: both close but ten. Oh. Ten. ten years ago. See,
2: that's
3: why I went eight. Change Rise's I... life. Well <laughs> it has. I've seen it hundred thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
2: didn't know it had been out
1: just before like just a few years when before. Stella was
2: born though, because I thought she would have been, you know, a little girl. Yeah, I, I
1: just missed that boat. Did you? Like, well, I don't know if I missed it, because, you know, BJ would have only been ten. Yeah. Like, uh, so, I don't know. Oh, seven, 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 actually. actually. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I missed it. Maybe he just went, oh, come on, Dad.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, nice and frozen. Yeah,
3: and um, it, it is typically more of a, like a little girl, girl yeah. film, but it's actually pretty good.
2: Yeah, we know, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> we know. There was a period there where you couldn't get through a week without playing it for us. Yeah, exactly.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch this bit, Daniel. Watch this bit, today. So, so later on today, Frosty won't be coming in this Olof, is he? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even know how he goes.
2: Oh, uh, he's a bit like Frosty <laughs> in a way. Yeah, yeah Got but. a Bit of a, an impediment there. He does.
1: <laughs> <But he's, laughs> what is it with snowmen and their speech impediment? Oh, no. He does, do I
2: know he does. I, I know the film too. Oh right? you gotta track it down, I just, you do, I just don't, it. you know, bore my friends with it every five minutes.
1: <laughs> you gotta yeah. You gotta help me out because I've never seen it.
2: Oh, oh well, I've seen
1: it uh grabs here and there. Olaf yeah. does know. sing
3: in occasionally too, yeah. Steve, so you might Frosty might have to sing today. <laughs> maybe oh, maybe
1: we'll put see. your raincoats on then.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh Frosty the Snowman will join us this morning. More Christmas presents for you, and of course we've got some jingle ball tickets. We'll give them away just before seven o'clock today.
1: Make your move with McDonald Jones. New homes starting from two hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. Who's off the grog? Uh, people know, are off the grog. Lots of
2: people at the moment doing. Yeah. Um, not just. You it's know, not even
1: a dry July. It's, it's not, just decided. Well, or, there's two reasons. Either it's expensive, or I'm just got to cut back. I really caught up with myself. It's mm, Catching it up with yourself a bit. Yeah. I think, and they go, okay, I'm pulling out because yeah, I've got a few friends. Yeah. I, I, like I told you last week, though, I got really sick, felt really bad, and I rang the doctor and I said, I haven't had a drink in four days. <laughs> and he said, Why? Well, I said, oh, I've just, I even, I went, no, I'll just have a break, you know. Yeah. I thought, Is, and he said, you know what, it can.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it, it can, can. affect
1: Make you. your men- mental health and physical health not feel good. Well, if you're if a you're regular not- drinker, it's yeah. just like anything in your body, if you stop coffee and you're, anything that you mm. put in your body on a regular basis, if yeah. you just abruptly stop. Yeah. It can Knock you around a little bit, of can't course. Yeah. yeah,
2: I've got a friend um, who started the whole like Feb. What do they call February? That's an off-the-drink as well. February. Yeah, so he yes, started it. Yeah. You know, fast or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah,
1: but you're right. Feb and July yeah, stand out to me. But
2: not this year. Last year, oh. and we were getting together for my birthday in March, and my birthday was the tenth. And he went, "I don't think I'm going to go back to alcohol." Mm. I was like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "I don't mean like." Yeah. rolling around drunk i just mean a glass of champagne or something a glass yeah. of wine and he went no nah. the difference in my physical person uh, um even after a month was incredible and he hasn't had a drink since and we're nearly two years down the track yeah. Jeez,
0: is and he, he lo- feeling good
2: oh, risey he looks 20 years younger yep he's his like everything is perfect like health wise yes. no issues doesn't take any kind of medication like It really is a good thing. I, I couldn't personally do it because no. I do like to have a wine occasionally. I don't drink nearly as much as I used to. The,
1: the biggest thing with alcohol drinking in this country is there's two sides, is we're a culture of drinkers. 100%. And we're a culture of liars. Yeah, we're a culture of people who don't understand we're drinking too much. Mm. Yeah, we really we, we we're ashamed of it all. We don't say it out loud. Or oh, no, I'm going okay. But then you knuckle it down. You know when you go to the doctor, mm. we all laugh about that. How many beers you have? Yeah, and you, you like they go you know because three. Wow, you binge drinker three, three. Yeah, but you know it's double. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, to to stop and go. I'm having too much. Mm-hmm. Because you don't, I don't know, something in our brains lies to ourselves and then we want to lie to others. Uh, it's the, when you're at home drinking alone stuff that you, that it catches up on you, I reckon. Oh, that's
2: a problem probably. Yeah. yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. But I mean, and I don't mean it like you say, rolling yeah. around drunk or anything, yeah. but you know, you suddenly it becomes like a bottle of wine a day. Yeah. And mm. that is so normal in this yeah. country.
2: But I have to say, out of all my friendship groups and extended family, everybody has cut back. Yeah. Over yep. the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And maybe COVID because they ramped it up. Yeah. But I cannot tell you the amount of conversations I have with people going, yeah, look, I just restrict it to maybe Friday night now. Yeah, See, a couple I, of I, drinks. I put yep.
1: it down to age. Maybe. I put it down to yep. the older you get, you realise I can't deal with it yeah. like I could before. Mm.
2: But I know my son and his group of friends, they don't, they're they not drinkers. They're not big drinkers like not we at all we were
3: in our 20s. Not at all. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, no they prefer to hang on to their money and they prefer to get up early and go surfing or yeah. get up early and go for a run. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a
2: different culture to what we all grew up with.
1: Oh, Gen Z, like, when I was 17, let's face it, we all underage drank. It was part of what you did. They don't now. No. You know, it's like, you know, there's, there's four kids of alcoholic ginger beer has been in the fridge. I think it's out of date. Yeah. yeah. like It's just, you know, like, it's a different younger yeah. culture coming through, probably because yeah. they watched us at weddings. Probably. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I actually think it's a good thing, but I read an interesting thing the other day. We are, by all accounts... The only country on the planet that does alcoholic advent cal- calendars.
1: Yeah. I mean, other countries. Yeah,
2: other countries go, they put what <laughs> in their advent <laughs> calendars?
1: <laughs> <we> ex- Legends! <laughs> <Yeah>. Aussies! <laughs> can we exclude Russia, who actually uh, give their kids vodka for breakfast? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I know, things like that. I, I know, because uh, cultures, do gin one. Yeah. yeah, and we
2: don't bat an eyelid. No. I mean, no. That's, oh, yeah, another, there's, a, no, there's a gin one, there's yeah. a yeah, beer one, there's a wine beer and one. beer one. If yeah. you
1: look at that deep heritage of, our, uh, you know, uh, uh, discovered Australia, so to speak, it's Irish English. Yeah. I mean, again, two countries is renowned for drinking, sure. aren't they? Yeah. So it all comes part of it. But then you'll be an Italian. Of course. Glass of wine, 10 in the morning. You yeah. Know, yeah. A, exactly. A Spaniard, back, uh, back to the
2: kid thing too, like the Ita- Italians yes. that sort of, I, I know um, would give the kids a tiny little bit of wine at Christmas with the Christmas dinner yeah. Um, yeah. from the age of six. Yeah.
1: I know a uh, European family, we'll leave it at that, that were drinking a glass of wine at dinner most nights 14 onwards. Yeah. Yeah,
2: right.
1: A little glass of red yeah. with dinner. But
2: I honestly think once our gen dies off, <laughs> the, the younger ones coming through, because they, they are just so different to where we were oh, at their age. See, I disagree.
1: Yep. They'll start drinking as soon as they get a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> it's I all right for you <laughs> lot to be carefree. I don't
2: think they can afford it anymore, Steve.
1: <laughs> That's true. Once you mortgage get a mortgage. Beers. <laughs> I'm just glad. Okay, and this is in my group. I'm glad that the most horrifying thing hasn't happened yet, with, the, and particularly the price of alcohol. Not yet have I had a mate ask me to come over to Troy's homebrew. <laughs> oh, good God, genius. <laughs> they've died off, haven't they, the homebrew kids they, they were have huge. They? Really, yeah, oh, a little no, bit, I bit, I don't think they've died off. No one tells anyone.
2: <laughs> uh, see, I assume they would have got a lot better. They have. Have they? Look, yeah. they have,
1: but to make my mates haven't got better at making it, that's all. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. But, but the kits are definitely yeah. better, for sure. Yeah. But just no. the hassle involved.
2: Yeah. Oh, because no. the way I look at a lot of the craft beers, they're homebrew. There's really? a couple of mates getting together and go, hey, it's exactly on that's the how scale. they start.
1: Of course it, it is. Home brew on steroids. So
2: that's why I assumed they'd all got a lot better. Yeah. The
1: most um, fun you can do making beer, coming up with a name for it. Yeah.
2: It's so As we good. did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Remember? The Pasha Golpa yes. That
1: was a great name. <laughs> that's
2: right. That a great beer. <laughs> great beer, great
1: name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we ended this get off the grog, it's good for you, with a, how
4: good was that beer? <laughs> Cheers, everyone. <laughs> Inspector Expert Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Inspector <laughs> Trevor! Good morning. I'm uh, declaring that in 2024 I want John Farnham leading into my segment every week. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: okay, you love Johnny, do you?
4: love John number one fan.
2: Well, listen, we're looking at a photo of your son, Harry, who... I um, can't
4: take my eyes off I, this uh, I know.
2: Oh. <laughs> You've put Harry in a photograph against a brand-new TV, which is 100 inches, to show us the size of this TV against Harry. How old is Harry now?
4: Harry's 12. Oh, uh, that's a year six kid standing in front of a TV. It looks like a five-year-old standing in front of a TV. It, it does. Yeah, the size, yeah. Doesn't it? But look, the thing is, uh, this TV from High Sense comes in... 55, 65, 75, et cetera, as well. But obviously, I went go big or go home. Yep. And I have no regrets. Let me be clear. And and the surveys, even Samsung say this, uh, doesn't matter who you ask, surveys show that anyone that buys a 75 or 85-inch TV, 95 or 99% of people absolutely have no regrets. In fact, most wish they went bigger um, because you only buy a TV once every five, six, seven years. So. Yeah. Go big or we'll go home. But the thing was, aside from the fact that it's super impressive and the kids love it for Fortnite, I love it for watching movies and It's got to be about picture quality, though, doesn't it? it? It is. And so this like, this is a mid, mid-range TV in terms of quality. Yeah. Um, sure, the, the 100-inch one is, you know, six or seven grand. Actually, it's only four or five at the moment, so not a bad time. But, but actually... Bloody good picture quality. This is mini LED, so it's the latest technology. Really good contrast between black and colour. Most importantly, really good motion smoothing, so it has the fast pace so that if you're watching live sport and things, it's awesome. But here's the weird thing that impressed me most. When you press the home button, it just goes home. There's no lag. There's no delay. A lot of more affordable TVs, shall we say, you can notice that they're they're not as fast. They're not very fast computers. A TV is a computer, right? You press the menu button. I want the menu to come up. That's really really good on this TV, and I've been most impressed with that. So I sense U7KAU is the model number, and yeah, 55 inches upwards. Wow. Bra- brands of
1: TVs, obviously you can go to Aldi and pick one up for 300. Sure. You can go. I saw one at Coles yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And the list is endless. But is there any standouts that are probably off the boil a bit, mate? I just because I mean I know there's a list of great TVs. Anything that stands to mind to you to go? Eh, look,
4: I probably wouldn't be my first choice. I've never seen a bad TV in the context of what it is. Okay. So, for example, an Aldi TV, yeah, if I put it against mine, my pitch is going to be better. If I put you put it against a, a high-end LG, it's going to be better. But if you know what you're getting into, i.e., I can only afford maximum $500, so I'm going to buy whatever Aldi's got, and then yep. I'm going to make it perfect for me by adding something like a Google Chromecast. You add a Google Chromecast to an Aldi TV, it becomes snappy performance, great content, and yeah, really, picture quality is the only potential negative, and you only ever have one TV in the lounge room, mm. folks. You ain't Good comparing denial. it side by side with something else.
2: If money was no object at all, Trev, what would you buy for a TV?
4: OLED is definitely the top of the top of the pops. Um, LG, Sony, Samsung have OLEDs, but oh, I mean, I think it's a lot of money because so let's say that hundred-inch TV costs seven grand. Mm. To get an OLED at seven grand, you wouldn't get a seventy-five-inch. So wow. you're making a huge compromise on the potential to get a really big TV just to get this amazing picture quality. I personally see size far more important than picture quality, and you can find that balance with something like Hisense.
2: You heard it here. Size mm-hmm. is important. Nah, nope, doesn't um, matter. <laughs> no, I've been saying yeah. it for you. heard it from a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know
1: what? I'm backing it.
2: <laughs> <in>. <laughs> and, Trove, um, I, I know how angry you are about this um, impersonator scams. It's just, just yeah. Yeah, tell us
4: about that. Yeah, look, it's scam yeah, scam awareness week, so another reminder to people that it's important to know about this stuff and talk about this stuff. Here's the thing: there's another one going around right now with Dick Smith. It's his voice. It's the it's the treasurer of Australia's voice, but it's not really them speaking. Um, we 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 got really good at spotting scams as Aussies, but we're going to get worse now because of AI. AI mm. makes it really easy to manipulate voices and faces, so be aware of that. And the other one is phone scams. Be super vigilant of phone scams. Amazon isn't calling you to tell you that your $100 didn't go through. Australia Post isn't texting you to tell you that you've got a parcel waiting. Just, folks, pause. That's the best advice. Stop before you act and verify the information through a second source.
5: Yeah. Mm,
2: good advice. Because Thanks, it's, Trevi. It's,
4: it's, they're, they're just coming thick and fast. They aren't are. they?
2: All right. Thank you, are you, See ya. Cheers. Um, just on that, that Dick Smith story, I saw Dick come out swinging yesterday Bad. going, this has to change. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook and Instagram and all the other platforms, they don't care no. when you're being scammed. No. And Trev's right, I've never seen so many ridiculous AI impersonations yeah. that you can't tell the difference between. They
1: literally now just put a voice over the top of a newsreader. 100%. <laughs> it's like pretty easy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
2: So I like Dick, the fact that he's, um, you know, he's trying, he's trying to get.
1: What you <laughs> going? Oh, I like the joke. fact yeah. that he's
2: trying to get everybody. Oh my God! You
1: came out using oh, dick swing. Okay. <laughs> let's let's stop and, <laughs> and let's go to a commercial break because it is off the back of you saying size does matter.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> you started it. <laughs> Make your move with McDonald Jones. New home starting from two hundred
4: and sixty-five thousand dollars.
3: 7:24. Triple M. This is Tanya and Steve Mitchell Coombs going to join us live in the studio in the next 15 minutes. <laughs>
2: Hey, um, I've been waiting to hear the results. I haven't asked because yep. it was on Friday's show that we had a, a fellow ring with good news that his wife had started up this earwax removal business yes. in Warners Bay.
1: Yeah. What's it's it called? uh The ear nurse. The ear nurse. Um, and uh, I've had surfers here. And, and something I found out when I was there, I, look, I kind of knew it because the doctors had told me this, how common it is in Newcastle mm-hmm. because we're a coastal town. Sure. And it's not just if you're a surfer, it's the term they gave it, where if you're in heavy winds and all... All that for a long period of time, ocean, all that. Your ear and in, inner ear builds up protection by growing a bone across it <laughs> to try and stop yeah. stuff from going in. Exactly, yep. which is what happened to me. There's operations to fix that. People go, don't. <laughs> yeah. People have had it. Yeah. Anyway, so I've had.
2: Isn't it weird? I mean, what you're describing is mm. what we're how we've been evolving. Yes. For millennia it, and beyond, literally. Like, it's incredible.
1: It really is, and yeah, I, I went going, oh, well, fingers crossed, and. Even Mel, the nurse, said, look, you know, I can't promise, I sure. just, I'm going to do my best. So
2: you went yesterday, made the appointment.
1: I did, and I've had in my right ear, server ear, probably, maybe you'd call 40 to 30% hearing. Um, I would say I'm 85. Right. No way. That's how wow. big a difference anyone listening has it. trust so me. So what Lord. happens? It's just um, a a very very tiny, for want of a better word, vacuum cleaner. Right. Tiny, and she just very carefully can get in past where anything else. And and again, like we say, syringes. And you yes. know, when you were having your problems, all the candles yep. was all rubbish. Yeah. This is the way to do it. Yeah. Um. But okay, so <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> we can't. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna show Tanya and only Tanya a photo, because she can watch videos with blackheads. That, I love so, Pim-
2: Dr. Pinkle Popper.
1: All that gear, right? She's
2: my
1: hero. Uh, put it this way, I showed my son <laughs> this photo and he nearly dry reached and said, Dad, you are kidding, get it away from me. But what she did, um, because, okay, so it's blocking, mm. right, what's going, so it's also blocking what would naturally come out. Sure. Meaning a buildup of wax over 10 years. <gasps> and did you find a cockroach? You, no. <laughs> but funny you say that. Yeah. No. It was a build-up of wax that she had to sort of, like, you know, carve out yeah. and everything like that. Okay, so I'm going to show you. This, Tanya, was in my ear, uh, and that's what came out.
2: Oh. My. God. <laughs> it looks like a dead rat.
1: I don't think I can see it, eh? That's why I'm not showing you right. <laughs> you
2: won't cope, Rosie. I just had
3: three
1: pieces of raisin don't toast. Yeah. I, I, I actually don't oh my god, show me again. That. It's I know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to enlarge it for you. Yeah. It, it, and... I said dead rat. Mm. Okay. Did you? Because it does. Oh, it looks like a dead rat. Oh
2: my God. <laughs> okay, I need to see no. this.
1: I want to see it. <laughs> Risey, but if you do, you'll never unsee it. <laughs> no, Remember, <laughs> this is tenure. She can watch blackhead pitball mo- boils being busted. I'm happy so to take that it. chance, okay? Okay. You, you won't cope, Ryan. We no, need, we need your response on the mic when I show you the photo. That was in my ear. Oh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't hear. That, how big was it? Oh. Because, I mean, we're looking at it enlarged. It's about an inch, It's about three inches. I,
1: I'm enlarging the photo to give you an idea of what it was. So that, it's just wax. it And got hair. And, and, uh, no, that's wax. <laughs> it's, it's all... But... It looks like oh, a furry God. creature. Was, um, I guess... <laughs> I reckon you would say, take your little finger yeah. around, you know, and a little bit smaller than that. But if you just take your little finger... What, your whole a,
2: little finger? it's
1: about that thickness, but not now, half your little finger.
2: Oh, my God, Stephen. I know. No wonder you were, like, deaf as a post.
1: And I laughed. just said, why are you laughing, I said, because it reminds me when Shrek took his out and made a candle. It
2: does look like Shrek.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, at home, I made you a put candle a out of it, it and I put it in PJ's room. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of Christmas spirit for you, I said. Oh, wow. No, but I mean... I no okay. wonder you can... Start to hear a little oh, bit it, if it, that was in your ears. As soon as I can't, it, I can't yes. explain it because to have that block right wow. and, and then go bang, and I could hear again.
2: And can it I, was the
1: weirdest. I'm sure it was. I'm still getting used to
2: it. Well, your brain, you know. That's what she said. You would have to adjust to that. My,
1: now I feel a little deafer in my left ear, which is fine. Yeah. yeah anyway, but I, I can't encourage, because you know what yeah. I've been through well, with, I the, know I get with ear infections. I know with doctors uh, It's and, a nightmare.
2: Yeah, so, all right, well, that's a great tick of approval for the ear, ear nurse. And
1: you know what? <laughs> what? Apart from that being horrendous, I, I'm trying to give you the joy of, you know, that, um, I don't know, maybe it's when you're busting for a wee. Yeah. You know that... That relief. Oh! Yeah.
2: Oh! yeah. <laughs>
1: That's what it felt like. I want to go back again. (laughs) (laughs) I want to put a candle in there and go back. That's what people
2: say about tattoos. Right. That's why they keep going. That, it's that, like
1: addictive. Yeah, it's addictive. Yeah, you're, yeah.
2: You're feeling that kind of adrenaline.
1: So, um, yeah, uh, uh, if you've got it, do it. It looks like a furry rat. Yeah. <laughs> it's messed up. Yeah, I'll tell you what, <laughs> hey, I'm a keeper. <laughs> it's rats and in
3: <laughs> It's Triple M, it's just gone 7.30. Mitchell Coombs is Australia's most trusted psychic medium. It's been ages since he's been in. If you'd like to ask Mitchell a question, he's going to join us in the studio soon. One triple three five three. give us a call right now and we can get you on, hopefully, with Mitchell soon.
1: I'm still I'm not sure whose response I liked most. Because <laughs> I like yours. Why <laughs> right, you just say I sound like a scared child? Then you just kept saying, oh my god. god.
3: Let's get it!
0: Hasn't this been a fascinating year seeing the secrets of the world's biggest sports stars? We had Full Swing, which tried to get us to feel sorry for millionaire golfers. Mm -hmm. There was Breakpoint, which tried to get us to feel sorry for millionaire (laughs) tennis players. Another series of Drive to Survive, which helped us understand millionaire race car drivers. (laughs) Quarterback about millionaire NFL players. And if you just finished watching Beckham...
2: It's really entertaining when the circus comes to town, right? Unless you're in it. It
0: took a toll on me that... I never even knew myself. You may have felt sorry for a billionaire footballer. (laughs) Billionaires? (laughs) Isn't there this massive market for taking us behind the scenes Mm. of athletes you and I can never get close to? Mm -hmm. Already next year, there's production underway on shows about Rugby Union, the Tour de France, Athletics, Breakpoint and Full Swing will be back for another round. The Wallabies had cameras following their World Cup campaign behind the scenes, although I'm not sure if Rugby Australia will want them to screen or burn that footage. (laughs) Football Australia probably missed a trick not filming every minute of the Matildas Mm. during the World Cup because features on women's sport will explode in the next few years as well. If you go into professional sport in the coming decade, there's every chance your every move will be documented on camera to be consumed by a TV audience somewhere down the line. Mm. The whole idea of the dressing room being the safe space, those days are done because Mm. there's a market... For you just as much off the field as there is on the field. Mm. Like, can you imagine how relieved some of our sporting legends are that they didn't play in this era? Like,
2: Hello, a, Andrew Johns. Yeah. A doggo
0: on the nights of 97 <laughs> yeah. would go gangbusters, yeah. but it would be unrated. Yeah. R is not... <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. it would be just, you couldn't do it. But yeah, so that's the other side of the coin Mm. is all these people that we grew up with and you'd love to hear those stories. You
1: couldn't tell them. No. (laughs) Never mind about famous footballers, all of us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank God there was no phones in. (laughs) It is a generation of sports stars that have grown up with everything being filmed. So maybe they'll be quite comfortable with the camera in the dressing room because they're just used to Yeah, cameras on phones all the time. I know
2: it's not sport, but even Robbie Williams, I think we're all super surprised that that guy has had a camera trailing around after him since the take that days Mm -hmm. with the knowledge that one day it Mm. would be released in the hope that he would still be famous. And, and he is, and it was, and it, we can watch it. was well,
0: 1993. Yeah. yeah, the Robbie Williams and the Beckham ones are almost
1: identical, except yeah. one's in music and one's in sport. Exactly. John Lennon was doing it in 67, though, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Had a camera crew that followed him yeah. his entire life. Yeah, weird, isn't yeah, it? And yelled out,
3: Duck! Yeah. But yeah, they've been doing it for years, haven't they? <laughs> Yeah. Good <laughs> idea, huh? <laughs> Jay. Yeah, on that <laughs> Watch out! Oh, There's J.I. So in on Sport. Here at 7.30 every morning, Newcastle, the Triple M.
1: This is 10.006. For the morning show, Woman's Day magazine, and Tanya and Steve, Australia's most trusted psychic medium, Mitchell Coombs.
5: Mitchell, good morning. It's so lovely to be back. Where have you been? Oh, everywhere. Here, there, and everywhere. I've been touring. Steve, you oh. have. here, there, and everywhere. It's been okay. wonderful. I finished up for the year with my events, which is uh, which is lovely. But it's been so wonderful getting out and seeing everybody and and sharing as many messages as I can from the spirit world.
2: Well, we've got you now. Yep. And so of our listeners. They're, they're raring to go, Mitchell. Um, Teresa is at Charlestown, and she's got a question. Ask it, Teresa.
5: Hi, everyone. Hi, Mitchell. Hi, Teresa. Um, <clears throat> hi. My mum died um, about five years ago, and there was a really ugly split between myself and my sister and our other siblings. Mm.
2: Um,
5: and I just... It, I know that my mum was aware of it at the time and it got worse after
2: she passed because of the way that the wheel was separated. Um, And I
5: just want to know how she feels and whether she's come to terms with it and how she feels about my sister because my sister was really the target of most of it. Okay, I I just want to say this to you. First of all, Teresa, I do feel that your mum's presence is very much with you and also with your siblings. She is around all of you because she does love all of her children, your mum. She's just smiling here and she's placing her hand out onto your shoulder and she tells me that she's reaching out to steady you at this time and I do feel that family is very important to your mum and I just need to say to you as I'm listening to your your mum speak, she's smiling and she keeps saying to me, peace and and harmony is forthcoming and it will be around the months of April and May of next year that there seems to be a lot more of a harmonious feeling. So I feel that if there are still differences between certain members of your family or, or certain people, differences will be reconciled is what she's saying. Uh, but I will say to you, your mum very much is at peace. I want you to know that she is at peace. She's smiling. She tells me that you will actually smell through scent or through perfume when she is around you. So I don't know if you've sometimes asked Smelled a familiar fragrance And it reminds you of your mum You think, oh, that reminds me of mum You know, because I feel yeah. that's a sign Has that happened to you? Yeah, I, I wear a perfume That I used to wear with her and I, I'm yeah. Your mum says when I you know. wear that perfume And when you're, when you're smelling that scent It brings you closer to her And it reminds you of her Because it brings you closer to her And I want you to know She's talking about that And then who's Pat or Patricia Or who has the P-sounding name? That that's her middle name. Yeah. She's here. She's talking to me. I wanna just say to you your mum very much is at peace. She's telling you not to upset yourself about things you can't change. Your mum says that she feels that you've done everything that you can from your part to put things right and she's very proud of you. Okay. That's lovely. All right. Thank mm-hmm. you oh, very
1: Teresa. much, Teresa. There
5: you go, Teresa. We have June from Walls End. Hey June, ask your question. Hey you going. Good, thank you, June. There's a lovely man around you, I feel that's waiting to come through. What's your question for me this morning? I
4: was just wondering whether my husband's happy in heaven and in this
5: world. Very much so. Um, As soon as I heard your voice say, how are you going? I actually saw a gentleman holding a beautiful red rose and he tells me the rose is for you because he considers you to be his soulmate. Um, And I need to just say to you here, June, do you understand? Did you not feel that you had the opportunity to say certain things to your husband before he passed? Did you not get the chance to say goodbye? (laughs) Yeah. Mm, he's just saying to me he wants you to know he heard every word that you spoke to him even after he passed he really loves the photograph that you have of him that's in the golden picture frame it's in a gold frame do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah he says you talk to that photo every day and he hears you talking to him when you when you do that and uh, and who's david or, or daniel who's got the da sounding name do you can you place that name
4: um I feel no. like
5: there's someone, you, I, feel, I feel there's a gentleman by the name of David or Daniel that he's making reference to, so that could be somebody that he's with or somebody that perhaps he knew, but I need to say to you, I feel very much that he's at peace, and June, you do know that the dreams that you have, they're not dreams, they're visits. He tells me he reaches out to you through your dreams often, all the time. Do you still have your husband's watch?
4: No, to my
5: grandson. Okay, he's talking about that, and he's pleased that you've done that. Then he's pleased that you've you've passed it on to, on to your grandson. That's a wonderful thing that you've done there. I have to tell you, your husband. I feel he loves you more than words can describe. Why is he telling you that the twenty first is important? The twenty first day of a month. Is somebody born on the twenty first, or did they pass away on the twenty first? He keeps saying twenty one.
4: No.
5: Okay, so I want you just to take that date with you. I know it's a lot to assimilate as I'm talking to you. I'm going very quick, I know, to get through as many calls as we can. But I just need you to know the date, the 21st, I feel is important. And I feel you may be able to place that after you've hung up. But just know that he, he's with you, that he does love you. Um, yes. As I said, he tells me to tell you he is your son. And he'll be with you at Christmas. He loves the decoration you've had made in, in memory of him, by the way. It's yes. oh. Mm. He loves that, and he's just said, put that on the tree and know that I'll be there with you all celebrating because you loved Christmas, and he loves you more than anything.
2: Thanks, June. Good on you, June. And we've got Carolina Terralba. Ask your question. Oh, hello. Um, My life's in turmoil at the moment. My job's not going right. I don't seem to be able to secure anything permanent.
5: You seem to be struggling um, to cut a break, don't you? It's as though everything's been up and down for you. And this has been going on, I feel, for the last six months, really intensely in the last six months, actually. Does that make sense? It- Oh, you're so correct. Yes, right. And, so right. um, I need to just say to you, I'm going to pull an oracle card for you. So these are my psychic soul oracle cards. So you can hear me shuffling them probably in the background here. And uh, yes. each card has a different meaning. And I'm going to draw a card for you because I feel we need a bit of guidance. Isn't it interesting? I've drawn for you the butterfly of strength. And so the strength card here is actually talking about you standing strong, calling upon your own inner will because you do have the ability to overcome what you've been faced with. I need to say to you that it will be from around February and March of next year, you will have a lot more inner peace, a sense of harmony, a sense of happiness. I just feel you've got more of a focus for you. So try not to get too upset or too stressed about things not going your way because I am told that in the early new year your life is turning a bright corner and I really do feel this. There's a lovely gentleman in the spirit world around you that's protecting and watching over you. I'm wondering if this is your mum's dad, your your grandfather from your mum's no, side of the my, family. No, it's
2: my stepfather. Oh, my right. Stepfather. He was older than my mum and he is always watching over me, yes. Yes, because true.
5: I have to say to you, he is giving you a sense of strength and support and he is helping you. I don't know if you can place the name Steve or Stephen, but I will say to you here in this instance, I just feel that early next year for you, things will get better. You will find yourself getting back onto track and I just feel that the situations with your job, it will actually balance out and things will work out for you around that area of your life. You've just got to stay focused and call on your inner strength because the Spirit Order is certainly sending you a lot of that right now. All
1: right, there you go, Caroline. Sounds like there's good... Good news ahead. Mm. Exactly, there Look, is. Are you happy to stick around, Mitchell? Absolutely.
5: Okay, Mitchell Coombe's
3: going to stay with us in the studio. If you've got a question you'd like to ask Mitchell, one triple three five three, give us a call
2: right now. He'll answer them after this. Sophie's at Miller's Forest. Ask your question of Mitchell. So,
3: hi guys. Um, so I just heard Mitch uh, discussing the dreams with um, people that have passed away, and I um, get some dreams with my grandparents that come to me, and sometimes they can't talk, or sometimes they can't. Um, you know, I can't see them. And I just wanted to know what the significance of that was or if I am literally just dreaming.
5: What a wonderful question. What a wonderful question. Now, a few things there. The first is, of course, when we see our loved ones in our dreams, whether they're talking to us or whether they're saying anything to us at all, the fact that we see them and that they come to us in our dreams, that in itself is already a visit. Sometimes people get a little bit worried or upset and think, oh, goodness, you know, my my, my mum looked upset in in my dream or my nan looked upset or they didn't say anything to me or is there a problem? But it's not. It's just that it takes a lot of energy for the spirit world to be able to come through to us and also for us. It takes a lot of energy to be able to connect properly with them. So what you're starting to experience is definitely a visit. So whether they speak to you or they don't, don't, please don't read into the symbolism around what happens. Just the fact that they come to you in a dream is such a powerful affirmation that they love you and that they are with you and that they are there with you. And then the dreams that we have where you wake and you think, oh, my goodness me, I dreamt of my loved ones, but oh, but maybe it was only a dream. But it felt so real. Oh, but it was only a dream. But I saw them so clearly when you have that, but but it, but it felt so real but i you know but it really stays with you that's a dream to pay attention to and i absolutely wholeheartedly feel that you are having visits and dream in the form of dreams from your grandparents there's a lovely lady here in spirit world from your mum's side of the family and she's talking about her ring do you have her ring
3: um i don't
5: have her ring. Okay, so somebody has her ring and she says they need to wear that or hold on to it because they're going through a bit of a difficult time and it will help to bring them closer to her energy. But I will say to you here in this instance, I just get a very strong sense that I feel your grandparents are absolutely coming through to you. And then why do I keep hearing a voice from Spirit say, don't worry about the house?
4: Because
5: <laughs> I just bought my house. Yeah, and it's like, and don't worry about it. It's like you're a little bit stressed or you're anxious about, you know, moving into the home and settling and will, have you done the right thing and did, should you have done something different? Should you have brought something else? Has that been, did that sort of go through your mind a little bit?
3: Uh, not like that in particular, but we're just talking about doing renovations
5: and just... Uh-huh. Yeah, just you mustn't worry about the house. Everything will be okay. And so they know about the house. So I'd say that's your grandparents congratulating you on your first home. And I know that they're going to be very protective of you there. You have a lot of protection, a lot of love in that house. It's going to really be a wonderful, wonderful space for you to grow in your future.
1: All right. Enjoy yeah. that. So Thanks, we've got Sophie. Uh, Kerry now. I'm Kerry I'm from Newcastle.
5: Ask away. Kerry.
4: Good morning.
5: Good morning, Kerry. What's your question for me?
4: Oh, good morning. Um, I'm just wondering about future
3: employment for myself.
5: Well, you're a hard worker, and I've just heard a lady's voice from Spirit. Is it not your mum that's passed? There's a lady here that's talking to me. And uh, she's, my grandma. Oh, it's your grandma. On your mum's like, she's here, she's talking to me, and she's just said to me, you know, Mitchell, um, w- when you're a worker like you are, Kerry, work is forever turning up, and although you may feel in a bit of a lull at the minute or finding it a bit hard for opportunities to open up for you, they're going to, and I'm just being told here, it will be around more the months of February for that I just feel there's more movement, there's new beginnings. I'm hearing from Spirit, I can hear them say new doors are opening for you, but it's as though you need to apply for a position or a job in an area you've not previously considered. I feel as though you're sort of wanting to rehash things and fall back into old patterns and old ways, but Spirit is saying don't be afraid to put yourself out there a little bit more and apply for something where you might have initially thought, oh, I don't know that I can do that, but actually you'll surprise yourself and you'll go on to have a lot of success with it. So definitely look in new areas, new doors opening and that's around February and I just know that Spirit World certainly supporting you but work will turn up again.
4: Thank you so All much. Right. Okay. Good Carrie. luck, Carrie. You're very welcome. Um,
2: you can find Mitchell at Mitchell Coombs Medium on Instagram
5: or .com. Grooms.com. That's the one. No way, though, have a wonderful it? Christmas. You I won't too. see you now, really I? Well,
1: nice. So have
5: a wonderful Christmas and thank you to everyone for all your support this year, you know in the Hunter. I'm so grateful to everybody for all their love and support. Have a wonderful Christmas. Do
1: you like our Hunter Valley Garden studio? It is
5: beautiful. <laughs> Look at this. If only you could. I hope people go online and see the clip. There's there are lights, there are decorations, <laughs> there's frosty. Look at Tanya, Steve, Ryan, you've got your wonderful official stockings there, this Ryan, is all, rising. Thanks to Christmas Lane. Yes, yeah, the wrench falling up behind you, Tanya. Yeah, yeah, I know. I love that. I got his bum in my face like, <laughs> <Yeah>. every morning. <laughs> but I love it. You have your back to the Grinch. <laughs> yeah. I love Christmas. I've got
3: a final question for Mitchell. Will uh, the kids' Oztag game be
5: washed out this afternoon?
3: Because <laughs> ca- I can't be bothered today, Mitchell. Will <laughs> oh, it be washed terrible. out this afternoon? I
5: think you've got to start manifesting. Put your call in to the weather gods. <laughs> uh, there you go. And you got yourself to blame for signing them up. <laughs>
2: Back again. Well,
4: there was more <laughs> Sorry, I'm back.
2: If you don't know, Frosty, the snowman, comes down from the North Pole at this time every year, just for two weeks. Yeah, I've got a bone to pick you. Uh, You've got a bone were You to talking about my nemesis this morning? We were talking about your nemesis. You're talking about Olaf. Yeah,
3: oh, from Frozen. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about Olaf. Why? Sorry, Frosty.
1: I thought all you snowmen would get along. This is the one that gets all the Olympic. Look oh. at the size oh. of me. <laughs> Look at Olaf. Skinny little rat. He is skinny. <laughs> he's always Zempic. He's
2: Zempic, Right? Didn't know you could get a Zempic in the North Pole.
1: No, it's one of those celebrities that claim that they dieted well. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen those celebrities. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> just you're
2: south. talking about
1: Frosty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is me. I'm a good cuddle, I like them.
2: You are a very nice cuddle. <laughs> I mean, you can let go now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, you're here, and so is Troy from Wood Rising. Hello, Troy. Hello, how you going?
1: Well, say hi to Frosty! Hi Frosty! Hey Troy It's Great! Hey, are you a good cuddler?
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah, my wife says I am. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course you are.
1: Troy. That's a bit sad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Troy, you have the um the duty now of pulling Frosty's bonbon. Here we
1: go. i will go- stand back. Cause this is a bit
3: awkward, Troy. Here we go. Off you go, Troy. So, no eye contact. No uh, eye contact. contact.
2: Oh God. You've got a Farnham's butchery Christmas ham, Troy. So that's awesome. taken care of it for you. Plus, Frosty's given you a $300 to spend at the Novotel in Newcastle. You yeah, can spend it the, uh, any which way you oh, like how up awesome. there.
1: But, yeah, you can have one of those, you know, n- nights. Yeah. What
2: do they call them, tell you. Well, it's a cuddle, cuddle fest. A cuddle night.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuddle fest. <laughs> you can have a cuddle fest. My wife
3: fest. will love that. <laughs> she will. Good on you, Troya Ham, and Novotel Newcastle Beach, the perfect destination for your next summer break. Enjoy that present from Frosty. All
2: right, Frosty. Well, you need to leave. And can you just tap Steve on the shoulder and tell him to come back and join me please?
1: He'll <laughs> try that fast one.
4: 2452. Yeah.
2: Yes, oh, oh
1: you miss Frosty again. I don't know how that happens, oh, Ten no, years How does the, the You ma- two don't like each other, do you? No. Well, so well avoid each other. Yeah, well he's taken my assembly, mate. <laughs> 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 yeah, you the- They're good prizes in Frosty this year, aren't right? they? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. up his game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe a Farnham's butchery Christmas head.
1: I know. And the hotel
3: stays. i be yep. going all right. <laughs> Frosty's going to join us again tomorrow uh, with Tanya and Steve. Newcastle's Triple M. Whenever you hear Frosty the Snowman, one triple three five three, Just jump on the phone.
1: Make your move with McDonald Jones. New home starting from
4: $265,000.
1: Question without notice, though, team. Mm. I've noticed something on my social media, and I'm thinking, I've got to ask Tanya, have the girls come up with another reason to have a party when they're getting married?
2: Oh, what is it?
1: Okay, I'm I'm showing her a photo. I've seen four of these in the last three weeks. I
2: said yes to the dress. Oh, they're having dress parties now.
1: I said, I said yes, yes to the, the dress.
2: dress. So when you find the dress, <laughs> yeah. you have a party. Yes! Oh my God. You show
1: people the
2: dress at
1: the dress party? <laughs> no. Any excuse, no. I say. Any okay. excuse. All right. So you were a bit unaware as well, though? Mm. Okay. All I don't right. think we should
2: just reserve that for those that are just about to get married. I need a dress for this Friday.
1: There you go. You should have a party. I will. She said yes to the dress. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm having one Friday, too. I said, you beaut to the suit. <laughs> so I reckon. There go, boys. Anyone listening to having a wedding, you be to the suit, fellas, okay? <laughs> there you are. And uh, it must be a thing. It is. Just another cost associated with a wedding. <sighs> Bloody. Thank you, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: sounds so cranky
1: <laughs> i been... so what's it like? I said, I love hanging out with Pop. Yeah, well, Stella's hey, 10, and I'm already dad.
3: thinking, gosh, 15 years, I'll be hey, paying for a wedding. You've got
2: two daughters, and if it's still very the traditional mu- method...
3: Well, times be... should change. <laughs> 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 I
2: remember
1: when I used to be the cranky dad. <laughs>
2: Not anymore, and we've no. got four kids to get through, Steve. That's right.
1: We've got a few more. <laughs> I years don't know then. how you flipped past me to become the granddad, though. <laughs> <laughs> I should be crankier. I've actually got cooler.
2: Now I have done a favour for you and our lovely listeners. Right. Um, I created something yesterday in my little kitchen, and it's um, I've okay. You talk amongst yourselves, is I'm going to go and get it.
1: Is this as good as the rose-shaped salami slices?
2: Well, I'm just fascinated by it.
1: But you say kitchen, so I'm on to food. Okay. And it's oh, something to do with Christmas, obviously, so kind Christmas. So
2: a couple of weeks ago, I saw Chrissy Swan make this, right? Right. And she called it Australia's Easiest Christmas Cake. And the the... the the amount of people that polled on going, we do this every Christmas, we do this every Christmas, astounded me.
1: You are not a cake person either, so you've no. gone out of, uh, you've gone left.
2: Absolutely. So, Is it pavlova? No, wait. Oh. They say it's Australia's easiest, and thousands upon thousands of people do it every year. I'd never heard of it. Oh. And I'll be really curious to know whether
1: you two have as well. Okay. It's
2: outside, I'm going to okay. go and get it. Right.
1: Get it Stephen, I'm a, I'll talk amongst ourselves.
2: I'm a bit proud, so, you know.
1: Well, you know how I feel. Every day I get up and go, what would Chrissy Swan do? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Chrissy Swan, mate? Um, she used to be. I think she was on Big Brother
3: about um, 15 years ago, Can't Steve I believe I don't know who she is. <laughs> and she hosts a radio show in Melbourne. Good on her. She used to be
1: quite. Ta-da! What are you oh! Oh! Wait a minute. Is is that what I think it is? No it's not. Okay.
2: Is that a meringue cake?
1: No. I, I thought it was a potato salad cake. No. What is it?
2: This is Australia's easiest Christmas cake prepared in my own kitchen yesterday and decorated in the in the Triple M kitchen well, this morning. Look at you go. It's got three ingredients. Yeah. Right. Now I Chrissy calls it Christmas cake. I call it a grog log because yeah. I changed one of the ingredients. For you, I put in grog instead of almond paste, which Ooh. didn't excite me at all. No.
3: <laughs> What's grog? Like, what? Like, what A- alcohol. alcohol? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what sort of alcohol though? What's well,
2: sort of grog? Well, it's it's um. It looks rough. yummy. It does look yummy,
1: doesn't it? I'm, yeah. It actually really does I'm look. I'm
2: not going to tell you what it is. Oh, okay. You
1: taste it. Should I eat the uh, decorations? No, Probably don't not.
2: Eat the Christmas decoration. No, I
1: won't I? eat the Christmas decoration. Okay, but it does look really good.
2: Here, alright, is it? Yep.
1: It, it's like can we a, drive after we have. It, this you have. it's can, like a pu- you go. it's pudding and I wash my hands. It's like a date cake christmas cake it's not though pudding thing i don't know
2: do you not like it
1: oh yum do you like it yeah see that's my kind of yeah yeah right what? no What's Rice you, is out Ryan? wait uh,
2: have you got a spoon Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is it tea cuz that's really good do you like it it's like chocolate cake with something. Can in you
2: it. taste the um, Bailey's through the cream? Is
1: that what it is? Mm-hmm. Probably like it. So
2: the three ingredients. Yep. Wait a minute! I'm getting frowns from Ryan.
1: I don't like Bailey's.
2: Oh, don't you? Oh, sorry.
1: But it would be beautiful. Oh, I like Note to anybody that ever has dinner at Tanya's place: <laughs> pretend you like it. <laughs> she really gets aggro.
2: So the three ingredients yeah. are simply chocolate ripple biscuits,
1: oh! cream,
2: beaded. Basically to cement, mm. and then I put the Bailey's in the cream. You you do it like a like a log, mm. so you you're building. You're using the cream as mortar this and is... the biscuits as as bricks. Oh, it's, it's actually Jerry, pretty
1: good, Jerry. I just added my gold box in my car. EpiPen. Could you bring it up, <laughs> please, mate?
2: And then you you cover it with cream, so it looks like a white log. Right. And then I put some peppermint crisp and some chocolate stars on oh, top.
3: Yes. It is actually delicious. Thank you. I didn't need as much nice as. Nice work, Ross. I didn't need as much as a Baileys um, cream on top.
2: Right. Because I'm not
3: the
1: biggest Baileys fan, but it is actually beautiful. What do you think? I I think I'm concerned because you're not having any.
2: No, but I'm just just so happy that you like it.
1: I like it a lot.
2: So it tastes like cake. It
1: does, yeah. I I think I just sound like Forrest Gump. (laughs) I like it (laughs) (laughs) I like it a lot. Um, But I do.
2: Honestly, really, really do though. I'm so impressed. Thank Yum. you, thank you, Chrissy, for making Christmas um, so simple. But I can't believe people apparently have been doing this for decades.
1: No, I've never heard of it. But people listening probably go, "Yeah, we know that one." because well, I don't, I've not seen it, not in my world. Well, well that one's well, gone. Apart you, from the bit of the icing on top. Is yeah.
2: beautiful. this is something that you guys do at your place? Because I will. Yum. I reckon they do because when I went into Woolies yesterday. Guess what? The first thing I saw at the fruit and veg section, a big stand of chocolate ripple biscuits. Oh, ah. its very own stand.
1: Then it, no. Well, then it's a thing.
2: So people must do it.
1: It's I look honestly. It is really, really good. Look at you go. And I don't eat cake I know, like you. you don't. I don't eat cake. Look at I don't. not
3: I finished mine in the space
2: of while you guys were well, talking. Jerry, <laughs> get the EpiPen <heavy> now. <laughs> <laughs> that was delete
3: oh, you Tanya. Do don't don't do And don't. I'm
2: useless with cakes usually. Yum. Um, but this is. I'm I'm are you gonna so do blown one away. Are
3: you gonna do one
1: Christmas?
2: Yeah, I bought a second packet of Perfect. chocolate rickle biscuits in case they all sold out.
1: Oh yeah, that is so good.
2: <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> delicious. <laughs> no one's ever said that after I've made a dessert.
1: Oh really? Never. <laughs> I that was, was gonna say I've said it certainly after some mm. meals you've cooked, but no, yeah. you're not you're not a dessert girl.
2: And you don't like Bailey's. I'm sure you could put any alcohol in the cream. No, but you know
3: what I did? I just had a little bit of the like, I ate the... Yeah. I didn't have as much of the cream.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: All right. Tomorrow I'll bring in a beer one for you, mate. How's that? <laughs> Perfect. <Ma'am, I'm laughs> I don't sure think I like any me. alcohol in food, actually. Mm. Something about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, that is yum. Well, okay. I'm absolutely paying that.
2: I call it the grog log.
1: Well, it's a good grog log. Yep. <laughs> best grog log I've ever had. Thank you. It's definitely the best one I've ever had. I've done a few Most grog of mine logs. are dreadful. <laughs> that one was yum.
2: <laughs> awesome. I'm so happy.
1: Oh, hang on a minute. Yep. Yeah, no, there was a lot of sugar. Here <laughs> I go. <laughs> well, Should you... we rethink the name grog log? Or... No, no, leave it, <laughs> Leave know. it, mate. So
2: Christmassy. Okay. Well, that's
1: You're... what I was thinking. No, oh, neither of those. Thinking more bucks party, but uh, anyway. Oh well. Uh, grog log it is. Happy Christmas. Christmas. I like groglog. And,
2: you, and you're welcome.
3: Well, um, thank you. Welcome. Give me another piece. Why is
1: everything <laughs> going blurry? <laughs> <laughs> Make your move with McDonald Jones. New home starting from $265,000.